Ernesto Mancibo. And together we are Robots versus Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yes. Yes. Can you believe, folks, that we are in December now? The year is done. Yes. We're reaching our year-end show. (laughs) (laughs) Top of the hour. (laughs) Where we recap the year and cry. Let the record show that uh, Robots versus Taxes is being fueled today by White Walker, uh, by Johnny Walker, the uh, Game of Thrones-inspired whiskey. So it's really smooth. It's really smooth. And it I'm hits, a, hits the spot. I'm a little scared, actually, really? because it's like... Yeah, I know. It's going a little <laughs> faster than I would like to. <laughs> Like, I'm already starting to feel, like, a little nice. Yes. And I'm like, <laughs> after I finish this glass, you know, reload. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> so, uh, so let's get the obvious out of the way, right? Yes. Uh, Donald Trump's shit in his pants because Michael Cohen and Paul Manafort are singing like a couple of birds. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, to paraphrase game – to paraphrase – Game of Thrones, um, indictments are coming. Yep. yep. Indictments are coming. I like that. Indictments are coming. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, why did I go there? Whoa. Oh, kill me. You, 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 took, you were taking us toward Game of Thrones and then just left in, right into <laughs> Justice League. No, like, it's Batman versus Superman. It all, it's all so terrible. It yeah. just runs together <laughs> yeah, for me, you know? It's the so, same runny eggs. It's just... <laughs> But, uh, oh, man. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, and the the occupier-in-chief still doesn't get it. He somehow uh, looked at the uh, recommended sentencing for these uh, men and tweeted that, um, what was it? Uh, something along the lines of, like, uh, the president is... Uh, in no way culpable, something along those yes. lines. And he doesn't realize that the language is actually inferring that the people that they were trying, the person that they were trying to protect is him. They just don't call him. The, they refer to him as individual number one. And he just doesn't get that. That's you, dick nuts <laughs> like that. They're like, what? what don't you get? Also, to paraphrase Daredevil, they don't they don't use his real name anymore. They use his code name, <laughs> the Big Mac. Uh, the Big Mac. Because <laughs> you know, oh. you know, he looks appetizing to some people on the outside, but on the inside, he's made of rat meats. Yeah, um, rat meats. <laughs> oh, the, the assorted rat meats. The image that you it's like you got a little bit of New York in there, some yeah. Philadelphia for flavor, uh, some Newark, New Jersey. Oh. <laughs> Damn, really? The Newark, no New Jersey. No love for Newark. It just, I don't, for some reason, I imagine the rats out there like just really like diesel. Um, <laughs> They lift the weights. They got like, you know. You dare not bite them because they, they actually eat rat poison in order to survive. <laughs> yeah, I know, like, right? Oh, man. <laughs> They're all organized, you know. So I read an interview, actually. No, not an interview. Uh, an article uh, in the Huffington Post talking about how Rudy Giuliani was having a hard time trying to get um, Trump to answer like basically a mock trial 
and basically go through all of Mueller's questions. And he said in a he said in an interview, uh, I'm not sure where what rag he was spilling his beans to. It might have been CNN actually. Hmm. Um, but he was basically saying to them that what would take an average like uh, person on the stand like a day or two to go through all the mock questions mm-hmm. in this mock trial, it took him like two weeks. <sighs> so basically, you know, that it's basically the equivalent of like uh, Homer going into Homer Simpson going into like uh, uh, what's it called uh, witness protection, oh, and <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> When I stamp my foot <laughs> on your foot and I nod my head and ask, did you collude with the Russians? You say no. <laughs> did you collude with the Russians? <laughs> I think he's talking <laughs> to you. <laughs> oh, my God. How does how does somebody fail a take-home test? <laughs> like you literally this have the... a fucking idiot. Like, um, and, and I, I couldn't believe it, but he actually, this, 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 this president that we have, um, he insulted, uh, Rex Tillerson. Did you see that tweet where he was like, he's dumb as a bag of rocks, Oh God! you know, and he's like, Mike Pompeo is going to be fantastic at his job, but Rex Tillerson is dumb as a bag of rocks, all because uh, Rex Tillerson was the killjoy in the room that kept reminding Trump that he couldn't uh, he couldn't do anything illegal. He kept having to remind oh the president. God. That's right. <laughs> oh. It's like what you're about to do is illegal. So <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, you're no fun." Pompeo lets me shit with the door open. Ugh. And I, it's okay, because I like to do it close. Ugh. Okay? Ugh. I have to stop doing that voice. That voice annoys the shit out of me. <laughs> um, it's a good impression, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It, it's, it, how bad must things be in the, uh, the Trump White House where your own guys are speaking up and saying, like, yeah, I've had to stop him from doing illegal shit several times. Like, literally telling him, no, you cannot... <clears throat> boil undocumented workers or, you know, create a giant statue of yourself that shoots lasers from its yeah. eyes. You can't create a machine that shoots uh, hot cherry pies at Hillary Clinton or the Clintons. Yes. Speaking of the Clintons, they gave him the White Walker shoulder. Oh, it, was, when it at, got chilly. Yeah, it got real chilly even at George, that funeral. Even George Bush would have sat up and been like, God damn, it's cold in here. You know? <laughs> no disrespect. But well, I... <laughs> we're going to have to hold on just a second while the um, while the demons uh, from... <laughs> Make their down way below. <laughs> through your boiler yeah, and into basically. your radiators. Yeah, I have the same demons in my house. Really? They just, they just kind of yell from the underworld. <laughs> And it's just like, yeah, I don't, I'm like, yeah, I don't even pay rent. So I could hear my, Milo Yiannopoulos rap, rap, rapping at my chamber door. <laughs> but he's not dead. Nevermore. <laughs> oh, God. But he wishes he I was. I wish he was dead. That dude is fucking crying. He's, he's just, that dude is so broke now. Is that, that... How broke is he? <laughs> he's so broke 
that he's been quoted as being $2 million in debt. And he was just like, no, that's not true. I'm actually $4 million in debt. Like that dude is like, I'm broke. Somebody help me. I'm broke. You know, <laughs> but he's still also passing it off as he's like living his best life. And I'm just like, oh, it's not cute. <laughs> that dude got kicked off of Patreon. Yeah, good. And that it definitely good. But like, just to just to draw a parallel, like people who create adult material <laughs> have have plenty of Patreons and are nowhere near in as much danger as this guy is now. Two very uh, separate things. One is legal, and the other one's an asshole. Right. So, <laughs> support your local sex workers, people. Exactly. Yeah. Pay for porn. <laughs> um. So, um, speaking of porn, I hate to jump around. I feel like I'm jumping around like uh, you know, crazy. It's all it's all a, a lattice. Yeah. Uh. So Tumblr. Oh. Is man. no longer. You know, I got to admit that that breaks my heart a little bit just because um, <laughs> I believe in the freedom of speech. I know. And um, you do. I know. I know that about you. You do. You yeah. know, you know that I'm a proponent of of people saying what they uh, want to say as long as it doesn't endanger anybody. Yeah, of course. And I wake up in the morning and I'm just glad that you believe the same thing that I believe um, <laughs> about Tumblr, which is that it has porn and it's fun. It's just. It's it's a lot of smut. I gotta yeah. say, like, it's it's an endless rabbit hole. At least it was. But on December seventeenth, two thousand eighteen, um, they're officially uh, shutting down um, and flagging anything that is adult uh, oriented. I think Tumblr is trying. I think they were acquired by Yahoo or something like that. Who in turn was acquired by somebody else? It's one of those things. Yeah, and they were like bought by one company and then sold by one company and then bought again by yeah. like Google or something. It's one of those things. Yeah. So essentially, I guess the the powers that be are hopefully trying to turn it into the next Instagram, where they just sort of like <laughs> get rid of as much as much blatant adult material. Now, okay. you know, like booty shaking models will probably still be. Uh, yeah, but it won't get any harder than that if okay. if you know what I mean. So the dick prints still live on <laughs> Tumblr somewhere. So, uh, but, but yeah, like everything else on the internet, something else will rise up to take its place. Well, Pornhub is actually. <laughs> <laughs> so I was folks, about to just make a point here. Just, <laughs> just, just so you fucking laughed. I'm sorry. Face. It's just, it's just that I feel like we're. I'm just amazed at the service we're providing to know, exactly. the listening public, you know. So we're 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 shifting like internet demographics right now. So you were saying Pornhub. Pornhub has uh, issued a statement saying that it accepts uh, all all um, artwork involving adult material, and they're just like, hey, you know, Tumblr refugees who are trying to make a living out of you know uh, adult themed material mm -hmm. on Tumblr. Come over to our shores. We'll welcome you with open arms. I gotta say, and I was just like, that's the that's not the hero we need. That's the <laughs> oh, hero we deserve. But in all seriousness, like <laughs> that is an incredibly smart move by Pornhub because the amount of revenue that they can generate by having all these people bring their material. I mean, it's not just people uh, reposting stuff. There are a lot of people who generate like original material in the genre and for them to 
bring all that traffic over to Pornhub, it's only going to like increase their revenue and create um, new uh, monetary opportunities for content creators, content providers. So like I got to, you yeah. know, tip, them, tip give, my hat to them. You yes. Know? We give them the RVT salute to Pornhub. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's an exciting time to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know who can't say that? George H.W. Bush. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. He's too busy feeling Satan's hoof on his back. Oh. <laughs> oh. And I mean, in all seriousness, though, like the, the tendency for people to try to uh, canonize the dead, um, no matter who they are. And the terrible things they did in life. It's its such a strange thing. You know, I mean, it's one thing. It's its one thing if somebody had something questionable in their past, but did honestly did some good. But this guy was horrible. He did. He, he was. He was horrible. Um, you know, he used the CIA to destabilize Latin America. Mm-hmm. Uh, needless to say, he started that the uh, Iraq War. Yep. Um, and you know, uh, countless he he worked with Noriega. Yeah. I mean, he, countless bullshit that um, would. Um, I heard he's the one who approved the script for Justice League. Motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> that really made me mad. <laughs> that really chapped your ass, yeah, huh? No, okay. It did. <laughs> I'm gonna find his grave. I'm gonna dig him up, oh, and I'm God. just gonna like fucking pile drive him back into the oh, ground. God. Oh damn! All um, right. look for that on all of our um, social media outlets. <laughs> <laughs> Pavel pile drives a dead George Bush. Woo! That will be the meme that lives throughout eternity. Long after Earth is turned to a burnt cinder by our sun, (laughs) that meme will be floating out in space. Woo! Man, I can't wait to live in infamy. (laughs) I just want to bathe in conservative tears. I heard it it brings out the pores (laughs) in the face. (laughs) So... uh, uh, so speaking of dumbasses, uh, <laughs> Jesus. Donald Trump Jr. tried to uh, stir up some sh- some shit with uh, hero of the show and official uh, canon saint. Yes, of our she's the patron saint of our show. Now she's <laughs> much it. more mature than we are. A uh, whole lot more. Whole, yeah, but you don't come to this show for maturity. No, you don't. But yes, uh, we're talking, of course, of uh, about our patron saint of Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, guess who tried to uh, to try to take her down a notch? Well, you just said it, Trump yeah, Jr. Don Trump Jr. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I buried the lead there. So uh, he basically said that you know. Um, if uh, people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez were to succeed with their uh, uh, form of democratic socialism, that we'd all be eating dogs. Um, it what? was it was a really weird. It was a you know Ugh. weird flex, but okay. Yeah. Um, I finally I I know that phrase. <laughs> Very good, <laughs> yeah. man. I gotta say, like you're up on the the lingo yeah, that these kids are using out here. Hey, I'm a hip cat. Hey, you, know? you know, hey, cool kids. You're on fleek now. <laughs> Do the kids still say that? Yeah. Fleek? No. We're old. Yeah, we are. 
so uh, she basically clapped back mm-hmm. and said, you know, um, you know, it's it's funny that you're making fun of me when I'm about to have power, <laughs> uh, subpoena powers. <laughs> In one month. Yeah. <laughs> and then she went Super Saiyan and flew off and <laughs> took Thanos' fucking head off. Um, God, she's awesome. She's so fucking she's awesome. She's so good. This is exactly what the Democratic Party needs right now. Like, yeah. if she was, if she was like, I forget what the minimum age for president is. I think it's like 42 or something yes. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... If she if she was forty two, yeah, like people would be saying like, "Whoa, okay, this one might be," you know. Yeah, I she is definitely like, I pin my like she's she's the future for me. She's like, you know, um, she's like Riri Williams, you know. She's she is. taking up the mantle absolutely and making it hers. And I'm I I I'm just like Godspeed because. Um, she's she's a Bronx girl and she's fucking ready to fight. She and really I is. love it. I absolutely love it. Cheering her on. She's yeah. like, that's you know what that's what it should be like. Fresh blood coming into the arena and representing the people and shaking things up. Like she's a young, intelligent woman with new ideas um, and really wants the best for everybody. She's talking about free college for everybody, uh, Medicare for all. Like she's she's paying her interns. <laughs> she's paying her interns $15 an hour. She she literally spoke up like how come there's still unpaid interns here? Yeah. Like that makes no sense. Do you know how expensive it is to live in this town? And she's speaking from experience because she's she literally cannot put a down payment on an apartment in uh, Washington, D.C. until she starts getting her uh, congressional paycheck. It's just like she knows the pain. Yes, she does. My goodness. And for some people to have the nerve to try to make to make fun of that, first of all, it's like the right is always talking about, oh, those those elitist leftists and stuff like that. But that is some privileged shit to say, oh, you don't have the money to put down on an apartment. It's like, well, they chug down their caviar and they're just like white privilege. It's just like, ha, 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 what's to do of this Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? <laughs> She's who Captain Marvel calls. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Captain Marvel pulls out her, you know, magic space beeper and she's just like, yeah. I need Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. <laughs> so uh yeah. Uh I want uh, there to be a uh Ocasio Cortez Rashida Talib ticket in the future. And, you know, I would vote for that um once because voter fraud is legal and the the grand old party doesn't seem to understand that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so so yeah um god damn right god damn right wingers but you know enough of the 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 politicken yeah because it'll always be there unfortunately yes. even even though we have some heroes uh stepping into the arena now which i'm very excited to see in this coming year um but uh let's let's um take it into the uh the man arena for a little while and just kind of point out the uh just the fucked upness of, ah yes okay yeah, of, yeah. Of, of of this world but but i but there there will be as as 
much as you probably won't believe us, there will be some nuance with this part of the conversation. Um, I'd like to start out with uh, a favorite of the show, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay, yes. Okay, let's talk about it. He has, uh, several women have uh, stepped up and uh, accused him of inappropriate uh, sexual behavior. Has it jumped up from three to seven? Is it is it three? I've, yeah, I've, as, I've as lost far count, as but, I know, it, it was three. But even whether it was three, seven, or seventy, like it's uh, the accusation. The accusations should always be taken seriously and not just dismissed outright. Um, which is, uh, for those of you who don't know, that is the point of the Me Too movement. It's not for the court of public opinion to be the um ultimate authority on it that's not what it is and uh it's for the accusations to be taken seriously especially when when you have multiple accounts coming up um the thing is though is that uh for the first few days once the story broke neil degrasse tyson didn't say anything right um he was probably conferring with his legal team or or what have you and then he released a statement uh on his facebook and he addressed every single uh, accuser uh, at that point who had come up and explained what he recalled happened and actually said you know with uh there was one particular incident where uh the accuser um had said that he she had shown him like um a tattoo of the solar system or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. And that he... There's a picture of that, but that's a picture of that whole interaction, by the way. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. And that he became inappropriate when he decided he was going to search for Pluto. Um, and he he explained that situation because she had accused him of, like, putting his hand uh, down her dress or up her dress or something dr- like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, either or. It's, it doesn't matter. It's just... Um, it's inappropriate. And what he explained from his perspective, he did not he he did not do exactly that according to what he said, but he says he says but I do recognize how that sort of action could could make somebody uncomfortable and if that's if that's what I did, if that's how I made you feel, then I honestly apologize and I would have apologized then and there um had you said like he didn't say it in a way like, "Well, I wish you would have told me then." He was just like I'm telling you, had you would have t- told me at that point or the next day or something like that, I would have apologized profusely because I understand how that could uh, make somebody uh, uncomfortable. And he went on to explain uh, the other situations. But whether whether you believe him or not, or the accusers or not, I think the important thing is that there's something about his response that stuck out to me where he says, I'm going to completely... Um, uh, cooperate with the investigation uh, into these accusations because it's not because he believes that uh, accusers should be believed and ultimately you know the evidence presented and and some sort of conclusion reached um, and that really struck me because it it's not about somebody being beyond reproach you know right 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 that's really what the point of it is. Uh, so what are your thoughts? My thoughts on this are really complicated. On the one hand, I, a few of the, the, uh, two of the instances, I almost, 
I almost side with him uh, in terms of like being like, uh, I don't, I, I, I think he's been misinterpreted. And what I mean by that is that, uh, you know, you know how, um, you know, nerds, <laughs> You know, you know how nerds are. I know, I know this is gonna, this is coming off really fucked up, but you know how nerds or like, you know, people who aren't, who uh, are very involved in, in academics or are, who people who are so involved in academics and are kind of sheltered from the world don't really develop socially very well. You know, the, the people, the, I'm talking about dudes who are just like, hello, m'lady. Uh, perchance I can interest you in a beverage, you know, that kind of, um, you know, I, I know, I know it's coming off a little harsh, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, like people, okay. guys who, who, who like, uh, um, you know, after they finish like, uh, like a decade's worth of academics only, you know, straight, they haven't seen any movies, they haven't done anything. They go to a Ren fair. Okay. And then, you know, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I yeah, yeah. I, 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 I recognize that stereotype. awkward. Just so you know, you don't have to be like a, a, a deep academic in order to be that way. No, no, so. no, not at all. But I'm just trying I'm trying to paint a picture. Right? Okay. Especially in terms of uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, which I think falls into that category. You think so? Yeah, I do. I do. Absolutely. I do think he falls into that category. Uh, uh, he's he might be a little bit more uh, pop culturally savvy, mm-hmm. but that does not a uh, socialized person make. Okay, what what sort what have you observed that makes it seem like he, perhaps he wasn't um, uh, socially he wasn't properly socialized uh, coming up? Um, I just uh, I think that. Um, he buried his all his strengths into academics, and you know, and, and that's awesome, right? I applaud people who do that, but at the same time, you if he there's also- not a balance of social skill, mm-hmm. then you're gonna come off a little weird and misconstrued with uh, people who are, you know, social creatures. He was also a wrestler in college. That does still that doesn't prove anything, you know. But I mean, it, it it'll to be in um to be in athletics uh, while you're while you're in college, it forces you to socialize in different ways as well. Right, but it's also kind of a man's club, and you could still be awkward and uh, I'm, I'm I I hate to use this word. You could still be awkward and a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um. When you're in that kind of setting, because you know, uh, it's a it's a boys' club wrestling, right? Typically a boys' club. Okay. Um, and then they could all just be uh, the guys there could just be like, he's the he's the one that talks a little weird. Okay. Now I'm I'm saying that I, I it kind of hurts to say that because I've been on the receiving end of that for m- practically my whole life. I mean, I I've grew up talking differently than uh you know where i grew up in east new york uh i know what it's like to be a misfit i know what it's like to be an outsider and that's why i feel like i can understand this uh this position of being misconstrued Mm -hmm. right then that's why i agree with you with like people who are just like you know you don't have to be smart to be uh Mm -hmm. you know um 
because I'm in no way an academic and I grew up making a lot of weird social mistakes. Like I, I uh, for a while I, I just spoke in like, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, well, as you know, I'm a grammar Nazi a little bit. Um, no, <laughs> no. And, I, and also I, I was, uh, I was kind of like the comic book guy, but in music form. So I would insult people to their face if their music wasn't good. And if, you know, and if, uh, and, and I had to grow out of this uh, kind of uh, strange misogyny that was inside of me mm-hmm. when uh, women would, uh, would talk to me about music and I would scoff in their face and I'd just be like, what do, la- <laughs> what do ladies know of music, you know? And I had to grow out of that, you know? Okay. That's my perspective on this, where I understand that he might have come off like weird and quote-unquote creepy Mm -hmm. um but that was probably wasn't his intention because he probably didn't socialize well Mm -hmm. i mean i i don't know i just think that he he probably came off a little weird like when he defended one of his points of view regarding a scenario with one of these women uh, where he was trying to introduce them to a Native American handshake. And I'm just like, come on, dude. Come on, dude. Nobody does that. You know, he invited her over for wine and cheese. They were alone. And then he's just like, you know, she's uh, she's a little uncomfortable because of the wine and cheese and the fact that they're alone. And then he brings her in for a, for a handshake that's very kind of intimate. Now I'm not saying he hasn't done that with other people. You know, he insinuates that in his defense, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you know, to a person that is quote unquote socialized normally that can come off creepy and inappropriate. Well, I mean, I, I, I hear what you're saying. And, that First, was a if, long. That was a, sorry for the no, long no, not rambling. But please, not at all, not yeah. at all. I've certainly gone off on my own head tangents yeah. on this show. But like, uh, in terms of like someone quote unquote being socialized normally, like to a certain extent, like there are some universals, or at least we like to think there are. Then there, there's a lot of uh, subjective versions of like what being socialized normally is. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson is a like highly educated, highly cultured right. uh, individual. Um, wine and cheese is a very common thing that people share and speak about uh, when when speaking to colleagues or um, you know establishing friendships. Like this is, I don't I don't do it. I don't invite. I don't. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't invite that. people. You know, for wine and cheese, it's mostly, you know, like Cheetos and beer. But like, but if it's a part, like if it's a group atmosphere, I kind of, I understand it. But if it's one-on-one and you're trying to be friendly, I mean, you might not intend it, but to the other person, it's probably going to come off a little strange. It, it, it may or may not. You see that there's, when it comes down to interacting with other human beings, there will always be. Um, a gray area because not everybody is the same, you know. True. Um, yes. And sometimes, th- what what is normal to one person will be weird to another person. And I think I have no doubt that uh, this uh, this young woman felt weird about uh, that interaction. She actually, according to Neil deGrasse Tyson, came to him 
really soon thereafter and said, you know, that interaction made me feel weird. And he, according to his account, he apologized immediately. And I, I don't have any reason to doubt that per se. It, if it didn't happen that way, then that needs to uh, come out onto the table. But I would chalk up that particular incident to just like, okay, two people who had worked together for a while. And, you know, when you work with people, sometimes you become friends, you become friendly. And in terms of establishing that friendship to a, uh, a more profound level, you know, by spending time together and speaking about things, which according to Neil deGrasse Tyson, again, I'm not putting everything that he says as down to fact, but as he's laid it out, it's, it seems consistent to me. Um, I'm ultimately not the one who decides what is or is not uh, wrong about this, but this, I'm just voicing it. Um, so uh, she spoke to him about it the next day. He apologized to her, and it seemed like they had parted ways uh, amicably. And I feel like it's one of those it's one of those interactions that unfortunately ended up being awkward and one person feeling uncomfortable, and it was addressed, and then you know that was that. I I. I I feel like it wasn't. It wasn't like a, a like a severe. Um, it wasn't anything so severe that it needs to be uh, hung over his head. If in fact that's the way everything played out, again, like perhaps there are more things that'll come out about the interaction that uh, we don't know. But if it if it's as it was stated then you know it doesn't it doesn't need to be um something that he like steps down from his current position over the other incidences well, I, don't, I don't know let me get let me get to uh like the 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 edge to that mm-hmm. uh, in a bit but like here's the thing right i we're i i feel and i feel like this is what i'm about to say is a naive statement but uh i'm just gonna make it uh it's a uh, an evolved sense of feminism, basically, and it's still it's it's kind of like I'm not going to say it's in its infancy because feminism has been around forever, but this form of feminism is kind of formulating, and it's kind of really interesting to see how women now are are taking like shape in terms of like making their. Uh, opinions about what makes them uncomfortable heard mm-hmm. and i think that th- that we should as men should kind of step aside and let them figure out what they feel comfortable with because i i feel like if we keep interjecting ourselves and standing in their way and being like well, we have to forgive Neil deGrasse Tyson, then I feel like we're still uh, fulfilling the male stereotype of constantly standing in their way and dictating to them, mm-hmm. you know, women, all, women of all shapes and sizes, femmes, non-binary, you know, um, and we're, we're basically telling them how to live. Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. and uh, to further my point, the rape 
accusation being leveled at Neil deGrasse Tyson. Before you get into the rape, I just I just want to say uh, it, it wasn't my intention to say like, oh, we should all forgive Neil deGrasse Tyson. It's no, like, no, no, no. That's, that's I, not what it is. And I and I agree with you in terms of like this new um, this new what it seems like is a new narrative or a new uh, step or evolution in feminism coming um, uh, coming to form. But I feel like I feel like the the evolution that is happening or the adjustment or the figuring out, it is not something that women need to figure out because they have been saying this for the longest time, period. It is the society around them that needs to make the adjustment. Yes. Because like they, it, it's not like... <laughs> women woke up a few years ago and said, you know what? This is actually uncomfortable. Like they've been saying this like forever, but nobody listened because society was just structured in a way that it was just like, you're being ridiculous. Uh, we're not going to listen. So you might as well give up. And like they, they had next to no choice because there was just no avenue for them to voice what they say, much less take action. So now that we're in a different place in society where where now we have to listen. It's not just about being agreeable, though I, I hope that a lot of us are becoming agreeable, but it's also that there there's no choice but to listen. A lot of um, marginalized classes and groups have been uh, stepping up because now uh, they have the power, you know? So yes, it, we're, so we're, we're finding a voice. and It's not that we're finding a voice. We're actually being heard. Yeah, we're being yeah. heard because... Because things have things are changing and continue to change, and society is forced to listen. So, uh, in regard to feminism, it's like we all have to make the adjustment and start to um, not just listen, but understand what has been being said all these years, and then figure out for ourselves uh, with the leadership of feminism how to go forward. Uh, because this is a major this is a major paradigm shift, you know. You can't just, you can't just do what you want to women. You yes. Can't just, you can't just dismiss it. You can't just say, ah, you're being too sensitive. You know, it's like, it's not that. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, with the the rape allegation, you were gonna say. Yeah, the rape allegation. That's that's for me is the tough one. Mm. Um, it, it, it's not tough for me to hear about him. It just whenever. Um, I hear an accusation of rape. I'm just like, that's, that's where the pain comes in. That's mm. where uh, a woman's uh, body has been body and, and and mind and spirit have been violated. And I take a very kind of uh, no holds barred kind of uh, approach to, to that. So with that, um, I side with the accuser. Um, and I believe her. Mm. So I'm going to wait for the, the, the investigation to go through, but for right now, it's not looking good for me in terms of viewing, uh, this, this person that, you know, I once thought was a, a spearhead for, uh, for not only, uh, for science, uh, but, uh, as a person of color, you know, mm. it, it just, it hurts. It's like Bill Cosby hurts. Mm. You know, it's just like a knife in the back. Mm. Um, and yeah, wow, this, this became so 
hard to talk about. It's not, you know, it's it, not a light it's, subject. It's, it's fucking hard. It's Jeez. really not. It's really not a light subject. Um, and, uh, you know, of course, I, I, uh, I again, I'm going to extend my invite to um, uh, to any women on the uh, host of programs at Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, if you, uh, if you disagree with any one of us, or if you want to voice your opinion on the show, um, or if you're a fan, come yeah. on down. We're, we're, ex- we're, we, pr- we gladly open our doors and we uh, invite all, all points of view. Absolutely. Uh, except for, uh, conservative bigots because, um, <laughs> uh, you can, uh, take a long walk off a short pier. That's right. So, uh, <laughs> Very well, bag of dicks, you guys. very well said. <laughs> very well said. <laughs> and uh, with that, I'm Pablo Morelli Martinez. And I'm Ernesto Mancibo. <laughs> and, and together, together we, we are Robots vs. Taxes. Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> you bet your ass. <laughs> Once again, uh, our show is being fueled <laughs> and not sponsored by Game of Thrones uh, White Walker Whiskey. Uh, if you want to drink like the undead, <laughs> pick up White Walker whiskey. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Tink. All right, let's get to Endgame. Let's, fucking... folks, let's not fuck around here, okay? Yeah. Like, we woke up this morning to what, all, to what we finally wanted, and that was the final release date for Bumblebee. It's coming out in about a week or so. No, let me stop. Oh, man, I'm so psyched. <laughs> Haley Steinfeld is going to knock it out of the park. But Endgame. Let's, Endgame. Yeah. Oh, when that trailer dropped, I, I couldn't even believe that it had dropped. You had sent me a text in the morning. You were just like, it's out. I shit myself. People are looking at me because I shit myself, you know. You know, uh, <laughs> that's people, what I, people, I literally woke people, up to that today. People might, people might might hear that and be like, no, but yeah. I literally woke up. <laughs> that was the first thing I read today. I woke up, I picked up my phone and I'm like, oh, I got a text from Pavel. And it's just this string of like, it's out. Watch it. I shit myself. People are watching. I shit my pants. People watching, but I don't care. I'm shitting my pants like no one's watching. Um, so, I, I I don't know where to begin with this trailer. For one, it's the first shot. somber as shit. Yeah, just the first shot. It's 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 Iron Man's helmet half fucked up. You know, we're looking After into a like night of drinking. <laughs> the helmet has a hangover. Um, I bet it wasn't drinking uh, White Walker whiskey like we are tonight, which Dude, goes we are down smooth. This fucking whiskey so hard, smooth and nice. Yeah, we highly recommend it. But um, it's just everything about that first image. It's just the helmet fucked up. Uh, Tony Stark's there. There's a like a blue purplish haze within the cockpit of the ship that he's in that's just drifting out in space, yes. and he's recording a message. To Pepper Potts, which quickly becomes evident that he does not believe he's going to survive, and it's a really like gut wrenching message. It's like this is this is going to be the last thing that my wife hears of me. Uh, when I I gotta say, uh, you know, I'm a fucking sap, <laughs> and you know, you when, just love Iron Man, so you I were do. Like, <laughs> but I'm a fucking sap, and you know, when I saw Infinity War with my wife. I turned to Sabrina and I'm just like, um, you know, when Iron, when Tony's on board the ship, 
and he's like, you know, I'm not going to make it for our reservation. And she's like, don't tell me that you're on that ship. <laughs> um, Sabrina shoots me a look and I'm just like, yeah, I know that I know you would be mad if I got onto a spaceship to fight a space alien in order to recover <laughs> an ancient crystal that can, you know, <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> So so much can be said in a single look. It, it you know it and so seeing that 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 opening moment from the trailer, I, I immediately thought of my wife, and I was just like, oh my god, I'm, I sound like such like they're just gonna you know they're gonna throw me a set of Pampers like Jesus in the street. Rice, dude, yeah. shit. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my god, this is kind of the message I would send to my wife if I was stranded on a spaceship in the middle of the universe after being. You know, after fighting a giant titan who's purple and who has the control of the universe. Anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. So that 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 pulled at my heartstrings a little bit. <laughs> that scene now has a whole bunch more significance to me. I know. Wow. <sighs> wow. Okay. And then, you know what else was heartbreaking? Seeing Captain America cry. Now. Yo, my man. <laughs> uh. But no, but I agree. Uh, seeing Captain America there with a the tear rolling down his eye was just like, I, you know, you know, Cap is my guy yeah, in I the know. MCU. You're wearing, so. the, you're wearing a Captain America shirt. I literally am. So, <laughs> um, I need to get, I need to get one with like the current star pattern and the white yes, stripes. I yes. think that would be cool. Anyway, um, he, it's like he has this look on his face. Like he, all he lives for is like helping others doing his duty standing up to the things that other people cannot because you know he's captain america and to fail on such a level where it's it, gargantuan <laughs> the level that he failed I don't, at. I don't understand how he can even shoulder if it wasn't for the super soldier serum he'd be like in a ditch somewhere drinking like gasoline just his beard often jankum <laughs> his beard all the way down to his belly button just just like i failed i failed i can't do it anymore you know that He's, guy used to be captain america he saw now his, he stinks <laughs> he saw his boy turn to like tobacco right in front of him oh, you know it's like Christ. it's like you know they've been through so much together and uh now he has to shoulder this shit so yeah. that that really, that really struck me. The other thing, though, that like plucked a nerve, though, was where he's looking um, at the picture of uh, Carter. Yeah, Peggy. The, Peggy Carter yeah. from back in the day, and I'm just like, for me, that was very like foreshadowing. I'm like, I really think he's going to. He's gonna bite it. He's gonna end up sacrificing himself, but I don't think he's gonna die. I think he's going to end up in the past. Or in the soul gem, or in the soul gem. Yeah. With, but I, I think somehow, um, I'm leaning more toward like he'll end up in the past, and I would like for and it's stealing from the the Dark Knight Rises a little bit. You know, we cut to him um, at some point, and some of the Avengers see like you know that that old guy really looks like Steve, and you know, he raises like a glass of. Uh, milk yeah <laughs> and sort of like build strong bones you know? You know? <laughs> and he's with an old version of peggy carter yeah. because time has been shifted in this weird way and so i think that would be very poetic but, oh my uh, god yeah. if that happens man i'll shit my pants yeah as he's handing off like you know some sort of special album to either bucky or uh falcon 
you know, handing the mantle off like, you're the new Captain yeah. America. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I'm actually trying to fight back mm-hmm. on some tears here. All right. It's going to be that kind uh, of movie. You know what? It's going to be that kind of movie because that's what they did to us in this fucking teaser trailer. Like as soon as they brought up the Marvel 10 years yeah. like logo, it's just like dust. Yeah. Remember how we fucked you? <laughs> We're going to do it again. You know, it's like. <laughs> like I, was, I was like, after that touching moment with Tony on the ship, it's just like, hey, fuck you. You know, it's like. <laughs> Damn, dude. Give me a minute. Jesus Christ. I'm already on the ground. Stop kicking me. <laughs> uh, and then it was, you know, uh, it was, the, 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 the trailer is so full of these uh, moments that I'm just like, cool. And then I'm just like, oh, Jesus. Because mm. mm. when I saw Ronan... You know, aka Hawkeye. Oh man! And he takes off his mask. I'm just like when he when he you know dries his fucking katana off oh, on his. It's not arm. even a katana. It's some weird fucking it's super like, sword. Yeah, like it's like a short sword or something. <laughs> it's it's something interesting and cool. But he he wipes his the fucking sword off, and then he pulls off the mask and he turns around, and you see in his face that he's a shell of a man mm-hmm. and he has nothing to live for. And that he saw Suicide Squad too, and then he was just like, "This is shit. Nothing. Their their Santa Claus isn't real. There's nothing to believe in. There's anymore. nothing to believe in. God is dead. Jesus. And unemployed. You know. Oh God. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Oh man. My theory is that his family got uh, dusted uh, while his wife was in the middle of childbirth. That's what I think. Oh. God, I think he was about to catch the kid and then damn. or you know he was having like um, sex after not having after his kid was born and you know <laughs> and you have to wait like six weeks you know? yeah he had to wait for he would have to wait a while for the, all the kids to be asleep at the exact right moment and he's just like hey baby why don't we sneak in and she's just like way ahead of you and they're pounding away and then he's just like I'm gonna shoot and then he just shoots into dust oh god <laughs> and he carries that jizz dust around him in a jar. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm sure that when he jizzed, it happy hit... Monday morning, people. <laughs> I well, you, you know when he jizzed, he probably hit whatever target he was going yes, for because he he's was... he's still Hawkeye. Yeah, you he's know, still so. Hawkeye. He's got <laughs> my God, a lot of jizz talk today. Yeah, well, you know, it's Friday, yeah. so. But uh, not not on this Monday morning. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Um, the the moment where uh, Bruce Banner is like looking over the holograms of some of the people, uh, well, at least one person that we know definitely got dusted, which was Peter Parker. Yeah. Um, but before his image comes up, he's looking at an image of um, Ant Man, as well as. Um, don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> it hurts too much to fucking hear, man. It like when I saw her picture. I was like, okay, I'm mad. Because I didn't want to see Shuri dusted. <laughs> I, be- I believe that Shuri actually made it. Really? Yeah, I think I heard somewhere that she actually made it. We we just, well, I mean, there are several people who we've heard that after the fact, because um, we didn't get to see every single character get dusted um, in Infinity War, like uh, the scientist that 
uh, Thor worked with uh, in his movies and stuff like that. Like he survived. Yes. Um, so, so I believe that uh, Shuri, uh, Shuri survived as well. So I believe we'll be seeing her. She may have gone missing or she may have had to take up the mantle of, um, oh, Black, Panther. of Black Panther. and Oh, wow. That'd be interesting. And with, with half the population dusted, uh, Wakanda, I don't know. Maybe Wakanda may have pulled away from the world again. I don't know. But who knows? Who knows? They're the, I think the world might be in complete disarray. So Wakanda might be just like, who you know, knows? they're just like, oh, my God, God is dead. Yeah. You know, um, so... I don't know. It, it, it's it, it does feel like a little bit like the leftovers, where I'm just like, oh my god, this overwhelming sadness is about to hit us like a tidal wave, mm. you know. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of trying to like approach it with a not so grim point of view because guess who shows up at the end? Ant Man. Yeah. This is like, hey, buzz me in, guys. Hey, we're still fun. It's like, oh, geez, really? <laughs> hey, he he brought the van with the quantum tunnel in it, yeah, so he did. you know, it's like, so he he came with a plan of sorts, you know. Also, I resent the fact that Captain America still doesn't know the difference between a video and a live feed from the front door. <laughs> God, just like, dude, get. Read up on Windows ninety five and move forward. Look, everybody's fucked up. All right, all right you know fine. he may have whatever. <laughs> he was crying. All right, just, all right. just cut the guy a break. He's sitting if there. Tony was like, there. You know, he probably like, educate him a little bit more. He's just like anyway. I'm, I'm getting into semantics now. Tony was there. He had he first of all he had his, he would have his own problems because he'd be he's gonna get the forever chewing out from uh from pepper oh my god there's a conversation that i don't want to be around for there you know there is a slight possibility that i think that it might be pepper who come gets him really because (laughs) sorry (laughs) really (laughs) because there was we have to we have to wrap it up oh oh, we could talk about we're probably going to (laughs) continue this next podcast but there was a point uh in his opening monologue in the trailer where he had said he had mentioned the word rescue Okay. And I feel like they focused on that word for just a split second longer than they oh, needed man, you're to. You're going to have to make me watch Infinity War over again so I can comb through the dialogue and listen to when he says rescue. I'm t- for the trailer? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, he says it in the trailer. He says it in the trailer, yeah. He's just, oh, when he was just like he was just drifting out in space with no hope of rescue. <gasps> and I thought to myself, "Huh." Well, we know that she dons the rescue armor in this oh one. Oh, my so. God. Dude, I have you to shit my pants. <laughs> so who knows? <laughs> Maybe she pulls out some tech that, Oh, you know, my God. Or, you know, calls somebody. Yeah. Maybe has Thor uh, send the Bifrost, you know. Well, he can't say it, send it into the ship. It'll no, blow but, that ship apart. But maybe nearby, you know. Oh, yeah. Bring, bring by some, you know, another suit. Then they can... That would be amazing. Buy Frost back, you know? Oh, man. You know. You're, you're telling me things that I'm fucking losing my mind. The Buy Frost system. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the metric system, but, you know, <laughs> quantum. Uh, all right. So we have to we have to wrap it up. All right. Yes. So let's uh, let's cap it here. Uh, I'm Pablo Morale Martinez. And I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And together we are... Robots versus... Taxes. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry. Let's do that again. Robots, Robots versus, versus taxes. taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. Of course. <laughs> All right. You you guys 
you should tr- you could oh, let's try that again <laughs> you could try keeping it real but you should try keeping it right song of the week Let me 